Charmed Life, a radio show discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I am your host, Trisha Carr. Thank you for being here with me today. I want to remind you all that this is live broadcasted, live streamed every week at 11 a.m. Pacific on my YouTube channel. So go find my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Trisha Carr. And do please like, subscribe, share, comment. And, you know, I put up other things there. Recently, I just put up a little uh, live stream that I had done in my Facebook group. I'm also doing some live streams on um, Instagram. So check me out on Instagram at Trisha Carr Charm. And uh, my website, well, that's trishacarcharm.com for my one-on-one services and all of my classes, including many that are on demand. Keep your eye out there. You can actually get my animal communication program, the comprehensive program right now and start working it on demand. In, and in just a couple of months, we're going to open registration for a live version of that program. And anyone who has been in the program, taken it on demand or in any other format, is welcome into the live program where there'll be coaching and everything. So go check it on my website, trishacarcharm.com, Mystic Arts Academy, and the tab under Work With Me. And you, if you live in Los Angeles, you can attend my live and local classes. I have twice per month an intuitive and mediumship development class. It's so fun. We keep that small because we're all working together in a really sacred and uh, loving space. And in addition to that, I have, I have many live classes coming up each month, so just go check it out. And that's all I have to say about me because I want to welcome, who is in studio with me, my guest today. She is a certified transformational life coach, Reiki master, healer, and meditation guide. And she's also an animal communicator, y'all. Welcome, Jamie Wozni. Hello. (laughs) Good to be here. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to connect with you today. Yes, I know. I'm like, I feel like we're twin flames (laughs) as women. It's exactly. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, I do all the same stuff. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm super excited to just talk about your whole journey. I mean, you, I, I think, you we were talking about how you were a sensitive child of course mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and I, I imagine that your story is similar to mine that you found the um the comfort in nature and animals yeah. so but I, I don't want to tell your story will you tell us about your journey <laughs> and <laughs> I know it's that's such an interesting question right there's so many parts um and as you're as you're talking my aunt used to say to me she's like you always since you've been a kid you've always loved animals mm-hmm. Um, and I am the one at the party that goes straight to the yeah. kids or the animals, probably, <laughs> probably like you. But yeah, you know, growing up, afraid of everything, just yeah. terror and fear and not understanding what it was. Um, and as I've gotten older, I have come to see that it was just, it, you know, gifts in disguise, mm-hmm. incredibly psychic, intuitive, um, empathic, all of those things. My mom said it when I was little, she was like, I always thought you were going to be a therapist. She's like, you just understood people. You've always had a sense of people. Um, When I was in college, I did this party trick and I I didn't even understand what it was at the time. We'd go into a bar and I would walk up to a stranger and my girlfriend, my roommate at the time would be like, Jamie's going to tell you three things about yourself. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. So funny. So we'd be like, you know, having a good time. And I just tell the person three things about themselves. And they were like, that's crazy. Um, (laughs) And you're like, why does everybody not know that? Why is this normal? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that must have yeah. been kind of an awakening because usually it's like the awakening is like, wait, y'all aren't experiencing that too? Oh, yeah. that's why I feel so different. So that yeah. must have been a mini awakening that 
you had a skill that you didn't realize other people didn't have. Totally. And I yeah. think for me for so long, because I wasn't in the conversation or the dialogue of this, that it was just like, oh, I guess everybody else is like this until yeah. I started getting older. Um, it actually created a little bit of anger in me too because mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, no one. And as I got older, I was like, but I want you to see it this way. And I, how do you not see it this way? And feeling kind of isolated and alone. Yeah. Um, so you go through that phase and then you pop out the other side and realize, oh my gosh, there's so many other people like you. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, at the core, everyone is like you. Yes, you know, of it's course. not as yes. special as you think. <laughs> yeah. um, it's All more... of God's children are special and yes. none of God's children are special. Yeah. That's from A Course in Miracles. <laughs> yeah. I love. I did the course too. You so, did? Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I'm like one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's so many things happening right now. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy it's been a crazy journey. I ended up getting really sick when I was young, mm. um, and then picking up all the pieces. And but it was interesting because my I was my own greatest canvas, mm. and so being sick, it was like and Western medicine wasn't working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just was like, there's got to be something else. And then learned energy healing and uh, life coaching and meditation and all of these things that have over the years, excuse me, brought me back to my center. And Mm. I, I was meditating the other day and I, I heard, um, this phrase, the aligned spirit Mm. of like something I wanted to create in the world. I'm like, that's what you've done. It's like pulling away from all that junk and illusion and worldly things Mm -hmm. and aligning with spirit to, to heal. And gosh, heal is, is just a word. It's semantics to me, but it's just to pop you back to your center so you can have a deeper richer experience of life so that's mm. kind of been where I've come from and, <laughs> and so that aligned spirit is something that's that's I don't message right now that's been happening mm-hmm. that's been resonant yeah. yeah it's similar to what I've been the energy I've been working in lately which is about resonance and mm. surrender Sim- similar you know yes. like re- surrender is surrendering to your higher self to or as Bashar puts it to the organization that's already there mm. like between mm. your higher self and the universe and the resonance, you know, is, you know, resonating with something or resonating with your higher self, then there's nothing to do. There's no work. And being yes. very sensitive, you're always like, I'm supposed to do that work. I'm supposed to do that work. I'm yeah. supposed to do that work. But you don't have to pay attention to any of it if you're yeah. just able to be at peace and, and resonate with the universe, with yourself. I like that. I always mm-hmm. talk about, too, that it's like it's innate in us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our default nature that space where everything is is already there it's aligning with it it's and it's not even because align it seems like an action word because we don't even need to align it's almost like a letting go Mm -hmm. of the who we thought we were you know Mm -hmm. we're passed down all this stuff from our family and I think that can be the confusing part for people who are waking up Mm -hmm. you're like what's the difference between my mind and my heart and it's so confusing in here um but for me, it's just been like one layer at a time. You just come back home and you come back home. And you know by the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. Like there's this softness mm-hmm. and aliveness and sweetness. And you're like, oh, that's me. The mm-hmm. other stuff just feels heavy. Yeah. So it's kind of a – I call it like I play hot and cold with the universe. Mm. I'm like, oh, there I am again. Oh, <laughs> gone. La- oh, there I am again. And it's not Gosh. to like go, no, when you're not there. You know, um, it's just like, oh, I've, I've bounced off. I'll – find my way back home. I posted on Instagram recently, when I'm at peace, I am 
at one with the universe. Mm. It's, it's been so hard when you're in the cold uh, yeah. or when you're in the dissonance. Yes. It's, it's, you're just so tricked. But this is where I'm supposed to be so I can make a plan. Mm-hmm. And this is responsible. But it's actually not because when you're in that space, when you're disconnected, you're not, mm-hmm. ca- you're not capable of actually properly responding. Yeah. You know, you don't have, you're not utilizing your ability to respond. Response is now, only never now. Yeah, yeah. This is so funny. I'm like, tell us about your journey. We're just like Ah, off on a thing. Well, this is what happens. (laughs) And I was, I also started to giggle when you were talking because I was like, we were like both like dancing, like using these hands. That's how I I teach like this. And, you know, it's 11 11. Yay. Yay. (laughs) They're like, it's fine. Do it. Do it. Do whatever. Yeah. Um, So, okay. So you had, was there some kind of big, I don't probably, I don't know, probably you didn't have a kundalini or some kind of power. Was it like a gentle, oh, I'm moving into what's right for me by awakening gently to the, the, the trans, the life coaching and meditation? Yeah. It's been a gradual, for me, I haven't had one of those like, boom, I woke up moments. It's been drip drip for me. It's just been a gradual Mm -hmm. Unfolding. Not to say I didn't have some really difficult, like mine was getting sick, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody has kind of certain ways in. Um, but as you were talking, it's so funny when you said the word dissonance, it's mm-hmm. like I was thinking, well, what if, like, who, I don't know either, but like, what if that's okay too? Like, yeah. what if we're, that's, yeah, the like, contrast. Exactly. Uh-huh. And because so, you know, I was always afraid of, when I was in the dissonance, like that, w- that meant something was wrong and I shouldn't be there. And how w- my goal was, well, how do I get back? How do I get back? And I found more peace with going, well, you know, what if the universe wants us to wake up, fall asleep, wake up, fall asleep, wake up, fall asleep, mm-hmm. to have the contrast to see. So we can um, have expansion. Yes. And then it's safe. Mm-hmm. It's like in those moments, it's not, uh, yeah, it, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's well, okay. in music, dissonance is is actually a good thing mm. because but you don't but you know it resolves that's the thing that mm-hmm. dissonance and so just to clarify uh resonance yeah. means when two energies actually it's not even harmonized could harmonize means two different tones that are are um you know creating together Re- resonance means actually coalescing and becoming one energy mm-hmm. that's what resonance is and we it, it's interesting because i think we, that's used a lot in higher consciousness or spiritual communities Mm -hmm. speak. And I think sometimes we don't even really stop and think about what that word means, but it means two energies coming together and becoming one energy. Mm. And so that's what resonance is in, you know, in an entire song or the universe is one song. So it is resonant, it resonant, resonates. Dissonance means when two energies seemingly repel or work against one another. Mm. And so in music, when tones are actually really close to one another, like a half step apart, they tend to be dissonant mm-hmm. is what we call it. And it's all subjective. It's entirely subjective. But when those dissonant tones actually resolve into something that is resonant or harmonized, then it feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. even the dissonance, like the darkness, like just the shades, it feels really good because it's like yeah. that's true also. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I love that. As you're talking, it's like – and I've learned this over the years – it's that's even the dissonance is intelligence going you're off from your and I'm using these words lightly but you're off from your spirit your center your resonance Mm -hmm. um it's like we need to know that we're we're on a path that isn't serving our highest good Mm -hmm. so how else would we know it's like the intelligence of the human body um when the hand touches a pot Mm -hmm. it's like it's hot our our hand burns and it's hot for a reason to tell us like oh you know, it's not smart to touch that pot. Well, 
when we're dissonant, it's like it's just telling us there's nothing wrong, bad. You're just, you know, there's the hot and cold. Yeah. So I think the more that I've learned to just play with that in my journey, it hasn't become this scary, big wrong bad stigma that the world places on us and just like oh this is part of it I'm growing I'm caught up again I'm off and it's a softer existence well I think we what we have are maybe it's the it's the 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 fear or the the really harsh critical survivor Mm. mechanism believes in good or bad yeah and uh, honestly that's that's kind of I think it's kind of a problem in our current um political climate and social media climate yeah. that someone is bad and then they will have a kind of mob justice by social media and lose their entire career because mm-hmm. they had a shitty date with someone you know what I mean oh yeah and and a lot of you know I'm, I'm referring to maybe some of the most recent social movements which were really good in a lot of ways but some yeah. some of the things you know we're equating we, we're creating two piles this is all good and this is all bad mm-hmm. and that's that's just not true humans yeah. are universes unto themselves yeah and so when we can recognize that, well, I was just thinking when we were talking about the hot, using the hot and the cold mm-hmm. as dissonance and resonance, it feels really good to go into the sauna and push yourself to the mm. point where you're almost uncomfortable and then to come out again. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, you're Purify. right. Yeah. And you're right with like all this stigma that the world, mm-hmm. like these ideas and um, I can't remember the phrase that you said, but yeah. I don't remember either. Oh, maybe it's like uh, mob justice by like social opinion oh, yes yes yeah. and, oh I was I was saying that to my boyfriend too it's like if all of our lives were put out we everybody would look like a crazy person like it <laughs> yeah. just it's it's a bummer that the people that are you know celebrities and people that are in the in the public eye we we judge them so harshly but like every human is that mm-hmm. we you know we do make mistakes and then we hold everybody victim to that one moment in time right and we define them and we label them instead of going well that's a growth period for them Mm -hmm. the phrase it's so funny to me like people can't change because we I grew up hearing that like men don't change you know (laughs) I think that's awful I don't think that's correct yeah people change all the time that's Mm -hmm. the nature of life and nothing stays the same on it no that's that's what doesn't change (laughs) yeah things don't stay the same and it's the illusion of of holding on to a moment in time is going to look like that because it's your perception of it uh but my gosh, if we could just let it be this moving mm-hmm. um, experience and, yeah, not hold people victim to this, like, moment. And yourself, too. It's like we have we hold on to so much guilt and shame. Because mm-hmm. for me, I identified with sickness for so long. Mm. That's me. That's embarrassing. That's not sexy. All of the, the words that I had around it. But that's, that's not Jamie. That's a part of Jamie. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the experience that is Jamie, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's not the whole thing. So right. yeah, it's just that how can we see it in a looser way to let it move? But yeah. So with, so that uh, the, um, sickness or, you know, being unwell, mm-hmm. did you actually, so you said Western medicine wasn't working for you. So yeah. did some holistic medicine work for you? Can you speak to yeah. whatever that, that, that practice, because actually yeah. that's been coming up in my life. My best friend is exploring, that you know like holistic medicine Mm -hmm. chinese herbalism and everything i've tried i tried a lot of different things Mm -hmm. so i was diagnosed with lyme i grew up Mm -hmm. on the east coast when Mm -hmm. i was um 12 they gave me antibiotics were like she's fine they didn't know much about it it lied dormant until i got stressed out in los angeles (laughs) uh eight years ago um and then came off of birth control and my anxiety medication at the same time 
already stressed out, just experiencing. Didn't know that, that I was experiencing a ton of psychic energy too. So just a perfect storm. Um, and that was where that was kind of like my catalyst of like, oh God, this is like miserable. I lost a lot of weight and was just couldn't eat, felt sick, nasty all the time. So that was the beginning. I went to a um, it was doctor of graphology who was incredible. That's Native American medicine and mm-hmm. it's herbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and she uses like its vibrations, its light emissions of the food to raise your vibration. It's really cool. fascinating work. So I started there. Um, and a lot of it's it's interesting because a lot of it worked and a lot of it didn't. And I think for me, what I've seen is that I don't like prescriptions mm-hmm. of like this works for this because it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so along my journey, sometimes holistic things worked. And even when I when my Lyme got really bad three years ago, um, I ended up I went to a, a, a vacation with my boyfriend in Mexico and couldn't walk and ended up in a wheelchair for a little oh. bit. It was crazy. Um, and I did antibiotics like I'm queen holistic. I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not touching anything unnatural. And that's where my alignment came in, where I was like, you have got to listen to yourself, child. Get out of your own way. Like, mm. what do you need right now for your highest good? And I had to go past my beliefs um, and did three months of antibiotics of, like, anti-malarial stuff and crazy things. But I went to a doctor that was Eastern and Western. So we I love that. That's, my, okay. That's yes. what I've been looking into myself. We boosted yeah. my, um, you know, probiotics as mm-hmm. I was doing this. And I was on a whole bunch of stuff that would, like, help my immune system at the same time so that the, the antibiotics wouldn't trash me. So it's, you know, it's a balance. And it's um, – I, I do believe, too, many of the doctors and healers that I've been to are, like, because you are so – you eat so well and you eat so clean and you do energy healing. Um, you have had the ability to have more of a normal life than other people who experience this. Most people are in the hospital without any quality of life who had what I had. Lyme in yeah. particular? Wow. And I was full on, you know, working and doing things. And so I believe that all of that holistic stuff was helping me stay aligned and in my center because I, I see holistic stuff as close to nature, close mm-hmm. to source. It's it's what's in its most natural form. Mm-hmm. And that's us too. So if we can have in our field, have in our bodies, that which is closest to source in whatever way you go towards it or whatever thing you use, I just feel like it all is aligning. And yeah. that, we're using that word today, but <laughs> pulling us back to ourselves. So it, it helped me a lot. But then there were times that it didn't, mm-hmm. you know? So it would be weird for me to say that – um go only holistic and go only because it, it's easy to get in this spiritual world and go and be very black and white right or the holistic well. world yeah. and I you know I, I had my butt handed to me with this <laughs> one and have to surrender to yeah. to that so it's it's cool and it's taught me like oh you can meditate and you can do your energy healing and you can also have coffee in the morning because you're human like, because <laughs> I love coffee um and and you know and you pick up the pieces one one little bit at a time you seem to go through that in the sort of spiritual awakening path where you're like okay i'm hearing all these people say that coffee is bad or oh, you know what i mean like and yeah. i actually i think a client just asked me last week was talking about substances like like yeah. using using pot or or alcohol which she doesn't use very much yeah. you know and I was like, look, if you came to me and said, I want to know if it's okay to use heroin or meth. I mean, not yeah. all substances are equal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And even though I actually, I can't do THC at all, but I would say yeah. if you can, that's a very mild one. It's very natural. It's yeah. very, you know, as substances are concerned. Mm-hmm. 
the thing is about Western versus, not that they should be versus, honestly, Western versus Eastern. Yeah. We tend to think of Western or I guess Western medicine is a bit more technological. So mm-hmm. it's it's taken what is natural and, and gotten more into a, you know, refined or synthesized version of it, mm-hmm. generally, very generally speaking. But it makes sense to me, I put it in its place, that that is also something that is that we could, we benefit by mm-hmm. because we don't live in a, a world that is holistic it is yeah. we live we live in a context with a lot of synthesis I mean, look at us we're here on electronic equipment we have things popped into our ears yeah. and, you know and and we're online and, yeah. and there's so much technology yeah. around us and that's great so that's a part of the human experience as well so mm-hmm. I, that's why i think the balance is really is really beneficial yeah and i think the thing that like pains my heart so if anybody's listening and can relate to this it's there really is no one way mm-hmm. to heal and you'll hear that like that's the thing you have to tune it out. One of my mentors calls it noise. And mm-hmm. it's like, you will get a lot of noise. Our advertising, our commercials, you see it on TV, you see it. Um, you see it everywhere. Your friends are going to say, you know, oh, this is the best thing. There's, But if you look, you will find proof of all different modalities, Eastern, Western, this, that, that mm-hmm. worked for everybody. So there we go with the resonance again. Mm-hmm. Does that tune into yourself? Does, you know chemotherapy feel right for you or does natural you know um, medicine feel right for you for your treatment Mm -hmm. and then go with what feels resonant with your soul because it's your journey and be flexible and adaptable because that's going to shift from moment to moment as you're yes as you're saying yes to yourself over and over then there are new things it's all there's always review Mm -hmm. you know not being stuck with one tool ever Mm mm-hmm Girl, as you, yes, that has been, when I can share with people, they're like, what's your secret or what if, what's helped you the most? And I, I believe it's my openness, mm-hmm. my open mind. I don't, you know, I fall victim to it all the time, but I tend to not grip too tightly to things as it's this way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And you have, and even like, um, I'll start a program and won't finish it or something like that. And instead of going, well, that means I'm bad because I didn't finish it. I was meant to do that first part of this because that was just that next part of my thing that I was supposed to learn. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's that present moment, what's coming through you. And, uh, we, we fall so easily into that. Like I've got to keep doing it because it worked for me and it's our brain going, I think this thing made me feel better. Um, so I'm going to attribute it to that. And that's what a brain does. A brain makes correlations and connections and that's where habits and addictions form. And that's where like patterns and behaviors form. And it's like, if we can just be open to what wants to come through me, um, and it's challenging. It can cause identity crisis where you're like, I don't know who I am and I've been used to this thing and this isn't what I do. And that's not Jamie. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then there's like death that happens with that mm. when you're having that. This isn't Jamie, you know. Yeah. Then it's like, well, then that's something that I've that I am and that I have been. And it's it's that I am is really what we're talking yeah, about. Look, it's that's tattooed the- on my arm. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. She's wearing long sleeves. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what alignment is. That's what resonance is, is the I am. Yeah. I actually, I think it's kind of unfortunate that in our language, in in, in the English language, we say, I am sad. I know. Instead of, I have, or I'm experiencing, Mm -hmm. we we identify to it. Or even in like, uh, at least in French, you say, I have hunger. And that's good. <laughs> you know, wow. Je fin, you know? Yeah. But we, or I, I have fear. Mm-hmm. They say, that's how it's expressed in French. Je prête, I think, 
uh, and, uh, it's high school French, so don't don't <laughs> correct me. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I don't <laughs> je know French. Suis oh, je suis frite. So yeah, I I think it is. I am. Anyway, the point is, if we if our language, if English could if we could adjust that, of course, we would sound crazy if we walked around saying I have fear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I you want to adjust that because I'm willing to go forward. All right, let's start. I don't care what people think. So I have anger today. I have sadness. <laughs> Sadness is in my field, yes. and I ex- I observe it. Yes, I have anger that I observe. Oh, I'm momentarily experiencing this. I am using the tool of sadness today to understand who I am. Yes, <laughs> it is my dissonance. <laughs> I love it. We're gonna start. You gotta help me though, because yes. I can't be the only one in the world. And anyone listening, let's start this. You're not gonna be alone. Trisha and I are with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, we need to change it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, okay. One thing that I was. Um, that came to mind when you were talking about yeah. you said I start this program and then I stop it mm. and then we have this well that's the conditioning saying that you know good girls go to school from K uh. to 12 and then oh well now it's gonna be all you know there's the bachelors oh well then really smart girls go to masters and yes. <laughs> advanced degrees you know what I mean like yeah so that and the there, there's nothing wrong actually there's a, it's a really beautiful part of the human experience to feel gratified by accomplishments yeah that's great yeah but again it's when we allow that outside kind of vision that is suggested from without to become the master rather than a tool yeah. that helps us to feel our own I am. But it reminded me also of the question that my clients or students will ask me sometimes where they say, I followed my intuition, mm-hmm. but then it didn't turn out. Mm. And I'm I, uh, and I'm actually in a place right now where I you said program, I actually – kind of got this program or I said I did this coaching and it didn't really work for me part of the way through but I'm still paying for it <laughs> and so I'm having to every day like bless the money be like I followed my intuition and today it is aligning in yeah. this moment I am aligning with my intuition by finding my resonance and something good will come of this yeah the intuition is in the now yes yes and intuition too what an interesting I, I see it more as wisdom mm-hmm. or intelligence yeah intuition same thing it's our mind that goes, your mind's sneaky, man. It's like, well, the person that's saying this isn't working out, well, that's not your wisdom saying that. Your wisdom wanted you in that point in time for your highest good, for your growth. Mm-hmm. And then your mind went, oh, my intuition's broken or like I'm not following it correctly yeah. or it didn't lead me to where I want. Wisdom doesn't necessarily – like wisdom could make you end your relationship. Wisdom mm-hmm. could say you need to quit eating dairy if that's like something that's bothering you. And your brain might go like that's not my intuition. My intuition would never make me do something I don't want to do. But yeah, your wisdom's going to always have your back even if your mind is frustrated. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be rainbows and pink things all the time. <laughs> it's like – I like that that thought of like it is for your highest good. Mm-hmm. So to do that course and not pay it off for whatever reason that person needed. I'm in that – I bought this um, business thing. <laughs> it was very expensive. Yeah, yeah that's my thing. I did it for a couple kind of weeks and then I like – I don't want to do it anymore. I'm yeah. so resistant to it. And I said to myself, I'm like, okay – you don't want to do it. We're not going to force you to do this thing. If it comes back, it comes back. I learned a lot from it already. Maybe it was for me to learn to just keep trusting myself and I don't need those things. And um, maybe I chose to do it not from wisdom. Mm -hmm. Many of us think we're picking things from wisdom, but maybe it was my head that was like, okay, everybody else is on this business train. You got to get there too, (laughs) Jamie. And you know, I'm, I'm doing what I, what I want to do and what's resonant to me. So Oh, I think they say – I was never an AA, but I think they say in AA, stay in your own lane. Mm. And that's coming to me so strong because it's like 
you know, we're in, we're on earth where we see, we have the illusion of separateness and we look at everyone else's lane, but that's literally like, look at that. That isn't your lane. It's like, <laughs> yeah. another person. Tend so, to your own knitting. <laughs> do your own journey. Go at your own speed. Have your own experience. That's what it is. Well, you can't really do anything else because no. it's actually your soul that creates your path. Yeah. So you can't mimic someone else's. That's actually, I mean, trying to do something that isn't yours, that's literally misalignment and it's just suffering then. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can just go, okay, I'm on earth with lots of people, but I'm in my own experience and I'm going to constantly look in, not look out to what feels right. What's next? Who cares if no one else is doing this? What? Oh, oh, well, I spent that money and this doesn't feel right (laughs) to me anymore. And it's okay because you can leave it and come back to it. Well, the universe is is endlessly abundant anyway. Totally. The the earth, I mean, the uh, Gaia is abundance. So who cares? I'm paying $300 a month to something that I didn't use. (laughs) Yeah. And and if you're, I believe if you're. He's a nice guy. Totally. (laughs) That person needed your money. That's right. That's what I'm doing. I'm blessing it. (laughs) Totally. Whenever, if I ever get like a parking ticket or something, I call it a donation to the city. Like I made my donation to the city today. How? nice of me <laughs> oh that's funny i have a friend who was just talking about when you get a when you get a parking ticket pay it now go mm. in and write that check and that's the thing that's so annoying is you have to like have friggin checks to- <laughs> 72 dollars man what's that all <laughs> and i used to i used to get so mad at them probably about three years ago Oh, I remember coming in the house and like so my, my father had rage issues mm. and uh, every I, I'm going to not speak this upon myself in sure. the past every now and again <laughs> yep. I would let I would let rage it's so silly like my rage is like taking this thing and going ah yeah <laughs> Trisha <laughs> but even that right. felt bad you know because I'm such a gentle person <laughs> yes yes but I came in with a ticket and screamed at my husband I'm getting a ticket for parking on my own fucking street and like slammed the ticket on the ground yes <laughs> and it didn't feel good yeah it did not help it yeah. manifested that and the I am of anger mm-hmm. became more it became physical with me yeah. even though it was throwing a piece of paper on the ground but um I know. Yeah, that's the parking ticket thing, though. I like that, making a donation to the city. And so it's a way that you um, redeem something, redeem a a choice and bless something. Well, you know, really everything exists anyway. And all all, um, possibilities, all lives, all choices Mm. exist in parallel experiences. So if I choose the parallel experience where this is okay and this is good, Mm. then it will align even the timeline behind me where I was – negligent as to where my car was parked i love that my uh i love that two things first of all i'm watching the oa right now oh Have really you seen that? Uh, yeah i just finished watching okay. the second season last night's episode scared me i was like <laughs> you're in the second season yeah okay. mm-hmm. i was like i don't know if i could finish this uh but the parallel universe thing is, uh-huh. is intriguing to me so my girlfriend and i used to always say um, we would call it her name was her name is Shar. We would say parallel universe Shar, parallel universe Jamie. Like if we'd go into a party or something, we'd look at each other and be like parallel universe Jamie. Boom. <laughs> and we'd walk in as our highest aligned self and mm. magic would happen. It was like it, I used to be shy dancing in front of people. I remember one specific in, instance where we went into a concert um it was this like spiritual music and we were dancing and I said parallel universe Jamie before I walked in and I was just this free spirit I was like having fun I wasn't shy I didn't care what people thought and it's weird it's a choice and it was like almost just saying that it's like I tuned into who I know I am before everything I learned wow um so yeah you could just roll with parallel universe version and just pop it on well that's what I mean to 
I think that's what um, meditation and prayer are for mm. for me too, mm-hmm. and it can be those portals to get. Well, that's what meditation does: gets you in contact with your true essence or the true essence of the universe. That's the same stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. totally. And so, prayer. I, well, before we start the show, I I kind of I say a prayer or an invocation. I love that. And because I'm coming here and I you know didn't even put my shoes on or my lips or anything, <laughs> <laughs> throwing <laughs> things. Yeah. I do. Kurt, the producer, Kurt, remember when I used to, I had a task that Kurt now takes over for me where I would actually share something on my phone mm-hmm. or my iPad. It was my phone and my iPad, but now yeah. Kurt does it for me. Mm-hmm. And it, and I would take them at the, when I was done and I would like throw them aside and my guests would always be like, whoa. I remember that. Yeah. yeah it's good. Like, I'm done with this. And I'd be like, it's okay. It's good. Letting it out though. Well, part of it was like getting the, in case they go off, like getting way out of the way. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay, so the work that you do, yeah. you do life coaching, do you do, uh, you do animal communication, you do yeah. readings, one-on-one sessions and stuff like that. Tell yes. us about all of the stuff that you do. It's cool. So I do a lot of different things, and I, I tried recently to be like, okay, what's the through line for all that you do? Mm-hmm. Um, and really, it's to connect people to the formless to heal mm-hmm. um, in all the variety of ways because, again, it's like we're so just see the form. That's all we see, and there's so much more to that. I've just had this ability since I was little to believe in – magic and portals and parallel universes yeah. and, and spaces in between and um, hope and all of those things. Um, so what I do, I work with animals, which again, that's like a really got to look past what you see. <laughs> um, and you understand that too, yeah. doing the same thing. So I communicate with animals psychically. I do one-on-one work with people, life coaching. My life coaching isn't like the goal setting life coaching. It's very much understanding the nature of your um, of yourself as a human and understanding the nature of thought, mm-hmm. that it moves, that it's transient, that it's not who you are. Mm-hmm. So I really help people understand who they are beyond thought and plug them back into that space mm-hmm. and set them off from that place. Um, one, this one book I read when I was doing my life coaching training said, if Jesus was your client, would you give Jesus the tools to like walk on water and do miracles or would you just remind him that he's Jesus? Yeah. You, duh, right? And then he can go forth and do whatever he wants to do in the world. Yeah. Uh, so that's what, I, that's what I do in the coaching. It's like how can we find who you are and set you off as that, um, which is really beautiful and something I love to do. And then I'm a meditation teacher as well. Mm-hmm. I work uh, at a bunch of different corporations and at a meditation center. Uh, and I do a lot of talks, so mm. just co- these these conversations and get out there that like you're so much more than what you see, and healing is possible, and you know just all of these amazing spiritual principles. So, yeah, one on one groups. I've been doing retreats, which has been fun. Workshops, mm-hmm. um, and I have this like I mean, who knows? So this is an interesting thing that's coming into my reality right now. I really want to do some more work with the animal world uh-huh. because it's something. I have never advertised. Um, I have never just put out there anything with the animal stuff. And it, it has been the easiest flow. Mm. Um, I've had such great impact, miracle stories with these animals, yeah. their whole lives, one eating. And then their owners' lives. It's it's mm-hmm. such a, an amazing – they heal, the owner heals. It's so much more than just the animal. Uh, really wanting to open up an animal sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It's We have one – in Los Angeles, and it's an Idlewild. It's an hour and a half from LA, and there's we have a ton of rescue groups, but there's no outdoor where dogs can 
just run free in nature Mm -hmm. um, situation. And when my last dog passed, I was like, I want to make that. So here's me with like (laughs) Jamie doing all her things. And then this new idea like blasts through my system. Um, But, you know, who knows where where life will take me and if it's in that direction or uh, a group of things. But, yeah, I mean, I just love working with people to see deeper the deeper parts of life that mm-hmm. we miss when we're just like, oh, I'm a human. I have a nine to five. I get married. I retire. I die. Oh my God. It's so much more than that. Yeah. You know, like so much more than that. And animals are, are such, I mean, they're, they're spiritual teachers naturally uh, because yeah. they are natural and nature is spirit. Spirit is nature. Yes. It's so below. And the, what's so amazing about animals is that they have a tendency, they, they can heal so quickly. Like yeah. it, as uh, I know you experienced a million times, sometimes just hearing the story of their trauma, yes. they're boom, like that. It's yeah. all over. It shows up physically, shows up behaviorally. Yeah. Uh, and I was just explaining this to, I was explaining this to, I don't know, some students or clients recently that sometimes that, that will happen so quickly mm-hmm. because they just kind of needed, especially if they're, it's a rescue situation, mm-hmm. they just needed to state this was this is the story in the past, mm-hmm. and this is not okay with me. Mm-hmm. And when the humans, like their their human new human family, feels it and yeah. understands and has compassion, then they're like, "Oh, good, okay, you get it." Wow, and they're just done. Wow, right? we just want. I mean, my gosh, all of us. We just want to be heard. We just mm-hmm. want to be seen. We just want to no judgment. We just mm-hmm. want to be with. Yeah, um, you're you're right. I, a lot of what I deal with with most of my clients is confusion energy comes up. Yeah. And I just say to the owners a lot, like, your animal's just confused because talk to them like you'd be explaining something to a four- or five-year-old right. kid. Like, you know, get not clear. talk down to no, them, no, but get clear. clear. Yeah. Clear. Don't take out all the BS, you yeah. know. We speak speak in affirmative language rather than negating language. Yeah. Like, don't be scared. Yep. <laughs> you yep. know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even if you said that to a three – well, you say that to a, a full-grown person. And yeah. It's like the message there is not really very supportive, honestly. No, never. <laughs> never. Yeah. So, yeah, clearing up the confusion of, like – like, this is this is what's happening and this is what happened to you and and they're like I mean I'm on the phone with them I can feel into their energy and the second I explain something to them it's like this oh thanks yeah you know I get it now and their behaviors just calm down so mm-hmm. I mean for people and animals like to be with to be present to see yeah and then the energy can move mm-hmm. yeah do you do with animals so you do one-on-one sessions are you doing things with groups or you know what I mean I mean, are you working with sanctuaries and have you groups with animals? <clears throat> I guess, um, yeah, or maybe yeah. sanctuaries or some or, or uh, rescues and stuff like that, where yeah. there's a lot of you know people and or animals. <laughs> yeah, so I have been doing I've been doing trainings, group trainings. Okay. So like I'll teach a group of people to do the animal communication right. and we'll work together. Um, but no, I, I mean that's a really cool idea. I used mm-hmm. to just do one on one volunteer stuff with with uh, organizations and fostering and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, and my boyfriend and I went into a kill shelter about a month ago, and I brought Reiki into the animals and um, just held space for them and things mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, you know, looking into working with the sanctuary and maybe so another dream of mine. This is all just coming out on the air. Um, <laughs> when I create the animal sanctuary, I would love to have it be on a space that's like a farm where I can hold retreats there. So mm-hmm. people come. We are, because there's something about being in nature, mm-hmm. being detached from your life, being around the animals, and we can have that experience, you know, um, a deeper experience. Because I, I work with people, because we all live, like, lead, you know, abundant lives. I don't like the word busy. Uh, 
I do most abundant of my with stuff, activity. Abundant with activity, because <laughs> that's the truth, right? Yeah. Um, I do most of my stuff on the phone or on Skype or on mm-hmm. Zoom because that way I can, you know, be in my own be space yeah. and and fill it with more clients and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, like I think what would bring more happiness to my soul, their soul, the animal soul, is to just how that would be something I would want to do. I want to. I'm and you're welcome to it. You yeah. have an official invitation. I'm creating a commune. Amazing. <laughs> well, partly also because I have animals right in my family that don't travel, so I have cats yeah. and birds, and so it's really hard for me to travel because my is however well cared for they are, my body aches because I'm, yeah. I'm separated from them physically <laughs> yeah and so your family yeah so I'm gonna create the space where and it would be a little it, I would be more relaxed my poor husband never gets to never gets to take me away because uh if if it were like they get to stay there and yeah. my family who live in a you know and then their structure with their animals can mm-hmm. come and take care of them and nothing's what's your really vision changing. is it like a like a space in LA is it inside outside like what do you what does well, the commune look like to you Agora Hills Got is it. because it's close enough to LA and yep. there's a lot of horse property there and I just have an affinity for it my husband and I actually met in that area Aww. yeah and so there's actually there is a it's a kind of a small sanctuary sort of a sanctuary that we looked at m- moving to and the person who owned it what's it called have a heart sanctuary i don't know Mm. if it's still there or not it's been Mm -hmm. over it's been like a year and a half since we went and looked at it but she had a a decent amount of of property Mm -hmm. and um yeah there was but it was there were a few dogs Mm -hmm. a few dogs that were rescued they were mostly small i think they were mostly chihuahuas one of them peed on me that was fun (laughs) <laughs> just you needed just to clear up some confusion. <laughs> he just he's, he claimed me. I he's see like, you. I like this chick. She's mine. Sta- stand away. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, you know where there where there could be many structures, and then I would have, of course, a studio there so that yes. we could teach and do podcasts and stuff. Yes, but yeah, enough property so that we could take in horses and yeah. some larger animals and different kinds of farm and also domesticated animals yeah. yeah and then of course everyone's family animal families totally mm-hmm. I mean what spurred this whole thing too you could probably relate when I went to the kill shelter mm-hmm. I was like how is this even a thing mm-hmm. like how are we it just seemed so not right and backwards to me that that we could just kill dogs because they're older or sicker and we mm-hmm. don't have space for them I know um and so that's – I was just like there needs to be – and there's a lot, obviously. There's a lot of layers. There's the education of the neutering and spaying mm-hmm. and um – you know, backyard breeders obviously isn't a wonderful thing. Go and always adopt. There's, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I just, my dog is an angel and we got him from a kill shelter. My last dog was an angel and we got him from a kill shelter. Yeah. Um, but just really wanting, like, where I was the mom to all these animals and they wouldn't know they didn't have – uh, you know, they wouldn't know they were in a shelter. I want that's why it's like a sanctuary and they can have this open space to run. And if they're sick, you know, they have their own little badass open space, you yeah. know, like yeah. with a vet. And, you know, because they're sitting in their poop and pee on this cold surface. And yeah. it's just, I know, I know. So if, yeah. I don't know, if anyone's listening that is thinking about an animal, like there are angels and kill mm-hmm. shelters and you got to be patient with them at first. Mm-hmm. Um, explain to them their trauma, as you yeah. say, and give them some time to come out of their shell. But uh, yeah, so their fields have to heal and readjust, and yeah. they have to learn. I mean, because we, especially the domesticated animals who are biologically domesticated, cats and dogs, mm-hmm. you know, they 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 are not animals that truly can live in the wild because mm-hmm. they aren't wild anymore. They're domesticated like we are. So cats that are feral and living 
I mean, in the other thing, we don't really have a like I was saying. At least where we live, this isn't the nat- this isn't nature. So oh, <laughs> a no. cat that's on the street that was born and lives that they don't know how to live there yeah. because of the biological predisposition that we've imposed upon them to be domesticated, mm-hmm. as well as the fact that there isn't actual nature around. There are streets and cars yeah. and structures, and that's not nature. Yeah. And dogs are the same. We, we don't see it as much in the United States, feral dogs. Mm-hmm. But if you go like to Mexico, because yeah. they have, they don't have the same kind of animal control uh, facility or gov- agency that we have. And um, so they they need the, we are their guardians. We just yeah. are physically, yeah. Spiritually, they are much more well equipped to be our guardians. Yeah. But physically, because we have asked them to adapt their bodies and their minds mm-hmm. to our world, yeah. we are responsible for them. Yeah. And that, that extends to wild nature and wild animals as well, because, mm-hmm. again, we're the ones who just put up structures and systems and technology, and, mm-hmm. and that is you know, pushing into spaces that, that even if the structures aren't that proximate, you know, yeah. in, in Africa and in the outback and different, you know, different places where we've just pushed up against it, even if it seemingly isn't that proximate. Yeah. I guess we could go to climate change and all that too. If we <laughs> want know, to. That's what I was saying. There's so many layers <laughs> yeah, to this. Yeah. But genetically yeah. modified organisms and, and, you know, and what that's doing to that's, that's not isolated to a particular farm. There's oh, yeah. microbial terroir as well. The, the air, you know, the the the, the um, microscopic um, terrain of mm-hmm. the atmosphere. So that is spread everywhere. That okay, we're on. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Jamie got me going. <laughs> Love and light to the animal world and the nature world as well. Do you communicate yeah. with nature, like trees and, and butterflies? You know who and, does is my mom. Oh, okay, I do too. My yeah. mom has such a connection to the trees; it's oh, incredible. Yeah. And nature, like that's when she comes to visit. If I don't notice the beauty around me, it's like having her with me. It's like, oh, look at these beautiful flowers, and isn't that a majestic tree? And she'll be the one that will walk under a tree and just look at me, and I'm like, here she goes. She'll <laughs> just look at me with this beautiful smile, and she'll start crying, and I'll know she feels the energy. Um, she's a lot stronger at that than I am. I don't know if she'd she'd think that because she's always like, "Well, you're the one that knows all these things." But um, but no, she is a very strong connection to nature. I I'm sure I could tune in. It's just something I feel the energy of. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, animals and um, people are kind of what I've just been tuning into and feeling, and and then also learning. I think what's I know we're getting closer to the end, but just to say too, like. What's helped me heal and get back to the center is um, just tuning into myself. And I mean self with a capital S, not Mm -hmm. self like human Jamie. And yes, there's aspects of that. But like my energy, my space, my connection to source um, within and without. So nature, anything. Mm -hmm. And I know I alluded to this in the beginning, but and it's hard to put words on these things, but we do our best, right? It's like anything in its most natural form. Mm -hmm. So food, medicine, feelings, a connection, hot and cold with the universe and feel your way back to simplicity before the storm, before mm-hmm. the excess fat that it layer. Um, that's where your healing comes. And again, it doesn't healing. That's a word. It doesn't need to look a certain way. Yours mm-hmm. could be forgiving somebody or it could be starting to eat more fruit or it could be starting to play more mm-hmm. or it could be taking your, the antibiotics because it's a lesson in you know, self-love and that's what you need right now. It's just like finding your way back home and that's, that's uh, tuning in and going forward one step at a time. And that's, that's where the magic is. And tuning in is tuning into the 
feelings when the feeling state is good yeah tuning in isn't tapping into the stressful critical mind the one that's saying "Mm, you should try harder and yeah yeah Yeah. and tuning in and sometimes like yeah it can have a good feeling but it's more of like a a piece like there's there's always mm-hmm. this piece underneath yes when you get to that piece that's what the tuning in is I just wanted to make sure yes people heard that because sometimes people think okay I tuned in and they're tuning in over the, here the and it's feeling. like okay you well other people don't have to sleep eight hours and so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and they're listening to that mm-hmm. it is it's deeper mm-hmm. and it's they did a study with children and um it the emotions last 90 seconds so a raw energy is a minute and a half mm-hmm. so we, if we can allow our thinking and feeling, and again, this is like idealistic because we're humans and we're working on it, but if we can allow that to move through us, that's just this experience that moves, washes in and out. So yeah, there's that. There's your human experience in, out, 90 seconds, I feel this. That's what I like to call spiritual Play-Doh. It's mm-hmm. not truth. Mm-hmm. What's truth, that's just a way you can experience the world. What's truth is what I'm talking about, tuning in underneath of that. Right. Um, Michael Neal, who's one of my favorite teachers he shares an analogy of a like a barge that's floating on the river and there's a roller coaster on top of the barge and the human experience is us in the roller coaster going having this thing but you never think to look down you go oh my life and and I'm tuning in and (laughs) and then all along you've been floating on this barge if you just look down Mm. Um, and so we just yeah, that's always there. Mm-hmm. No matter what your human experience is, and I think this is so cool, you can never be broken or scratched or tarnished no matter what you've gone through. Yes, again, that's your story. We validate it. We see it. We understand it. But underneath of that, um, there's a solution. There's a forgiveness. There's a peace. There's a joy. There's a connection to you. Like, 100% whole just waiting for you to look down. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And don't try to wrap your head around what I'm saying. If you just kind of open your mind to like, hmm, what if? Mm-hmm. Uh, that that opens the door for the magic to pop through. You can even like maybe when you're doing that is rather than using the like parts of your body, like honestly using the left side of your head, mm-hmm. that really is where the critical mind because it's the, the left brain is. what. But if you could feel deeper into like into your heart Mm -hmm. or just deeper into your whole body rather than just you know like up here where that guy sits oh yeah yeah Yeah, like pulling it down pulling it down my meditations i'm always like dip down a little deeper into the ocean the still Mm -hmm. parts right um it's it's just sitting in that place and you're not trying to stop the roller coaster because that's human Mm -hmm. but here i am settled in and grounded in amidst the storm one of my favorite quotes is um don't let others pull you into their storm pull them into your peace Mm -hmm. so it's here i am i'm in my own lane (laughs) doing my thing and that's hard to learn as a sensitive as an empathic person and that's your journey because we think we we go into their storm and say i'm gonna stop the storm and you feel the storm you try to control the storm because it hurts in your body oh girl i can i I can transmute anything (laughs) if i go and feel that hard enough yeah. It'll, it'll go away for all of us. Totally. <laughs> that's what the, and I think the that's, sick empath thinks. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I think, well, talk about sick. That's why I think a lot of my symptoms were mm-hmm. was just trying to run other people's energy through my body instead of just like it, it is. It's healing from the inside out. It's just tune into you, get strong inside, let your energy field expand um, instead of trying to control the outside because that's where you're in the storm and you're not in the, the peace, you know? Yes. So. 
Well, we, yes, we are out of time now. Oh, please tell everyone how they can get in touch with you and what you're, what, what you're up to now yeah. and you know, everything that, the way yeah. that they can keep the Jamie train going. Yeah, my website is <laughs> yeah. jamiewozny.com and my Instagram is at jamiewozny. So anything. 101 sessions, classes, and all of that all kind of All of that's it's on my there. website or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they can, you know, private message me, reach out. If you have any questions about any of this stuff, obviously I could talk about it for days, so I'd love to assist if I can. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for being Thanks here for today. Me. I hope you'll come back. Yes, anytime. I mean, we could just we could talk for five days. hours. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring the animal crew next time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you could bring your pup. Oh, that would be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we'll tune in. Yeah, that'd be great. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining us today, and just a reminder to follow me on uh, social media at Trisha Carr Charm or to like, subscribe, share, comment on youtube.com slash Trisha Carr. I'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.